Conrad Cushman, the legend in the plans. Uh, please listen every day to the showcase. The opinions and knowledge that anyone can take. Showing you how it is done. Proving I am number one. What a legend becomes. This is now my time to show you that I am here. Uh, this podcast just to make it loud and clear. Uh, by the fans. Uh, for the fans. Uh, not many who's here can understand everything pro wrestling. It can never be you. Listen to the podcast here for the people. The best show that's here. So listen in. Let the knowledge begin. The opinion and the lesson. Yes. Folks, welcome to Everything Pro Wrestling. Everything Pro Wrestling is a show by the fans for the fans. I am your host, Conrad Cushman. Today, I am joined by. I guess he's a co-host. I don't know where you want to take this, where you want to put this. I'm joined by Derek. What's up? What's up? We are here to talk about AEW Dynamite. This edition for July 15th, 2020 was Fight for the Fallen. Uh, this was an interesting episode. We've got lots to talk about. Lots of things to say about this episode. Some you may agree with. Some you may not. Um, if you guys do like this, make sure you hit the subscribe button. Uh, make sure that you comment down below if you're watching this video after the fact. I want to hear your comments. We'll have the live chat. We're going to get into it and talk with all of them as well. And, yeah, we're going to get into this uh, bad boy. So we're going to uh, transition over into our intro, and then we'll uh, get it popping. And here we go. All right, guys. We are going to be talking AEW Fight for the Fallen. If you guys are watching, make sure that you guys let us know what you thought of the show tonight. We're going to start from the top of the show, work our way all the way through. And hopefully you guys enjoy this. And today's podcast, if you guys didn't know, is sponsored by Manscaped. You guys can go to manscaped.com, put in the promo code EPWSHOW all one word, and get yourselves 20% off the lawnmower. Uh, this is definitely well worth it. We've got some new products coming in from uh, Manscaped. They're sending them to us. So make sure you guys go get yourself a gift, man. Enjoy some. Do something for yourself this summer. And make sure you guys go and get something that's designed for premium growing grooming. Uh, definitely well worth it. There's plenty of other things you guys can get. Ladies, you can get it too. Whoever is listening, this is for you. You guys can get one of these uh, handy dandy. If I can grab this puppy. Nifty uh, Manscaped bags. Really nice. Still got the tag on it. But you guys can get one of these bags. Perfect for travel. Put all your stuff right in there. Looks nice. TSA friendly, by the way. Uh, definitely check it out. Derek, how you feeling tonight, brother? Feeling good, man. I'm feeling good. How about you? We're hanging in there. We're hanging in there. Um, I apologize, too, to anybody who listens to this on the podcast feed. The delay has been terrible, but I'm definitely blaming this on YouTube. It takes them, like, an entire 24 hours almost to process these videos, whether it's 30 minutes, uh, 10 minutes, 45 minutes. I do them all live, so it takes them a really long time to process these. So absolutely sucks uh, to have to deal with that. Yeah, that... Um we know times are tough right now, um, especially 
with everybody working from home, but there's got to be a better system for that. It's got to be. Yeah, for sure. Um, we got a lot of people in the chat we're going to talk to as well. But you know what? I want to give another shout-out to uh, my good friend Josh Burton, Everything College Basketball. If you guys like college hoops, uh, he has a wonderful Facebook group that you guys can go in, talk classic college basketball, current college basketball. Go Tar Heels. Basically, that's it, man. Uh Whatever, Derek. We're not even going to get into this rivalry. Uh, we may be at odds tonight talking about Fight for the Fallen as well. Who knows our thoughts on all of this. And uh, Powerslam.tv, guys, if you want to watch some independent pro wrestling, same code, EPW Show. You guys put that in. One month of independent wrestling for free. If you like the service, try it out, man. Uh, I think it's worth the money. It's really fun if you want to check out some independent pro wrestling. So make sure you check them out. Uh, Rob said, tell YouTube stop being stingy with the bandwidth. I wish I could, Rob. They're, they're on some stuff here. Uh, PR Nightmare is in the house. Sick as well. Uh, Connor, what is going on, brother? Uh, Ace is in the house. B-Boy Skyline, what's good, Jordan? Jesus DeLeon. What's going on, Jesus? Um, we're doing good, man. How are you? Uh, let's see here. Ace once again. Uh, Casey is also in the house. Gotta love my boy Casey Briggs. One of my favorites, man. Always enjoy having a conversation with him. Um, sick if I didn't mention you. Gotta give you, uh, let me see here. Someone needs to give the writers of that main event a Manscaped kit. We're gonna get into that, man, in a second here. Uh, Doug's in the house. Look at Doug. The Lawnmower 3.0. Make your balls as smooth as Conrad's dome. You know what? If that's what it takes for you to buy one, go ahead, bro. Slick. All right, and I see people talking, join the Derek order. So that means it's time to start this because we are not going to be having that. <laughs> so tonight on AEW, guys, your commentary team for the evening, we had JR, Excalibur, Tony Schiavone not in the house tonight. He did not get his test results back from his COVID test, so I assume he stayed back at the hotel. Right. Uh, the results were a little slower. Don't know what the issue was, but Tony Schiavone not being there, you know what? Well deserved night off, I would say. Yeah, he's he's been he's been pretty consistently there. Um so, you know, we prayers to Tony, hopefully everything comes back good for him. Um anybody else who's out, you know, it is what it is. <laughs> Make sure you clean it before you do your head like Conrad. Hey man, listen, the cuts on my head, it's healing. It was it was bad, dude. I Rick Flared myself. That was a bad gig. But no tears. Uh, and you know what? When you're bald, I, I cut myself on this side too the other day. It just happens, bro. Bald is beautiful. Bald <laughs> is beautiful. Um, so that's the commentary team for tonight. And the AEW TNT Championship match we start off with tonight. We had the American Nightmare Cody with Arn Anderson in his corner. Good old Arn, the coach, uh, versus Sonny Kiss. This was a different matchup. Um, one that some people didn't seem like they were too excited for, but they were they were making their way in there. They were trying. Yeah, yeah, they were definitely doing what they was um, what they were trying to do. Um, I like Sunny Kiss. I think Sunny Kiss is a good wrestler. Sunny Kiss showed me some glimpses of him being. I don't want to say like he he can't he had he has the potential to be an elite wrestler if he gets out of his head. Um, 
I see what you're saying from a wrestling fan's perspective. I think Sunny Kiss started off really slow tonight. Like Sunny Kiss looked like uh, you can see the nerves is what I'm saying. Like the nerves were there, but then eventually I was like, Sunny Kiss, you've done this so many times, and I think Cody and Sunny Kiss started like working with each other, and Cody laid in some pretty good shots, and then Sunny Kiss like woke up. Sunny Kiss was in there. Um, if you like the axe kicks, the splits, Sonny Kiss was on point after that. And then yeah. he, like, fired up in this match. So I thought that this TNT Championship match was good. Yeah. It showcased Sonny Kiss in a good light. Uh, I love the Jacksonville Jaguars entrance with yes. the cheerleaders. Yes, that, that was nice. That was very nice. Very well done. Great use of it. Um, a lot of this match, though, we got to talk about Cody. There was a, there was This show was weird tonight. So Cody... Was in this match, but you kept seeing shots of Tully Blanchard. Yeah, Tully, Tully was like, I don't know what he was doing, but or why they kept going to Tully like they were. Um, yeah, I don't know. Like, what 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 do you think was happening? For what everybody keeps talking about, I don't understand why they kept showing Tully Blanchard. They even went behind him. To get his view on the forefront of what he was doing. And I don't know. It, they were really focusing on that. The announced team made sure, like, tell this part of the story. Right. Tell this part of the story. So keep your eyes on that, people, when you're watching this. Now, when you also see this, man, uh, I, I have to bring up that I thought it was good Sonny Kiss got an opportunity. And I think Sonny Kiss showed he needs to be on Dynamite more. Yes. It's it's kind of ridiculous that we haven't seen him in this much time. Um, I think Sonny Kiss is a tremendous performer. Uh, he had to deal with some disgusting comments this week, and I'm glad a few pro wrestlers, especially Cody, uh, stuck up for Sonny Kiss because no one deserves to be talked to like that in 2020. Uh, that language was absolutely disgusting, and I still think Sonny Kiss is a hell of a performer. Going back to the Lucha Underground days as Exolicious, Sunny Kiss is good. I'm telling you, and I think we're gonna see more of this in the future. Now, I think this has earned some like you. You get to be on Dynamite more. Yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, Sunny, like I was introduced to Sunny Kiss when AEW started, so I didn't know anything about Sunny Kiss. Um, like I said, if Sunny Kiss can get past the nerves and getting out of his head, he can do great things. He just needs to have the confidence in himself and forget everybody that's around and just focus on what he's supposed to be doing. I think Sonny Kiss showed the confidence tonight. Um, let me address a few things that are in here. Right now, we got Jesus. He said, hey, Derek and Conrad, quick question. What are your thoughts on AEW finally having the crowd wear masks? Uh, it's about time, truthfully. Yeah. They should have been wearing masks uh, throughout the entire time of doing this. Right. And I think they should continue to do that. Uh, spread people out as far as you can. I mean, I get that there's going to be spots and things like that. They're going to have to come together. Cool, fine. Do that when you need to. But when you can, if it's applicable, have everybody wear the masks. Yeah. Even if you're in the upper sections, try to enforce them wearing the masks. But that might be like a state law problem because they're yeah. in Florida. Chill. We're in Florida and, uh, yeah. We're not even going to talk about Florida. Casey, thank you for saying that my speech here shows great forethought i appreciate that brother um let's see here ace said cody made a few mistakes tonight let's continue into this match so Derek, 
Cody Rhodes goes for his crossroads. It gets reversed by Sunny Kiss into a crossroads uh, for a near fall. And then Sunny Kiss hits a 450. That 450 was dope, by the way. Uh, for, for someone his size, that, like, yeah, like, you, it, it's it's nice to see someone do, like, a front flip, moonsault, whatever. But what it when it comes to someone doing it with the size that they have, it becomes a whole lot better than what it normally would be. So for Sunny Kiss to do that splash, that 450 splash, that was very, very impressive. Yeah, hell yeah. Keep doing that move, Sonny. Now, Cody tonight. We saw some heel tendencies, and I broke this up on purpose for Derek. The push-ups was the first thing that started it. And I thought maybe he got aggravated because, like I said in the beginning, there were some nerves a little bit. And I think Cody was just like, oh, okay, I'm going to do some push-ups. Right. Kind of a jerk move. You know, we saw that from uh, the man with the largest arms in the world, my man Big Papa Pump, Scott Steiner. He's got your hookup. Holla if you hear me. Um... There was some arguing even with the referee. Yeah. Aubrey Aubrey said Cody's foot was under the rope. Can I just say, excellent officiating. This is what I want, AEW. Why can't we have officiating like this every single week? I agree. Pay attention to the little things. Mm-hmm. Don't let somebody, to me, in some of these matches, when someone's jumping off the top rope to do a hurricanrana to somebody that's not involved in the match, you don't need all that in the match sometimes. No, you really don't. I thought Aubrey did really well with that. Cody going back and forth with her was different. It was. Very different. Um, That's not something Cody normally does. Whenever Aubrey counts or whenever anybody counts, Cody's like, I was only two. All right. All right. This time it was more so like, I'm in your face, Aubrey. What was that? That should have been a three count. Not something we've seen from Cody. Right. Uh... Yeah, I'm sorry. I'm reading some of the comments in there in the chat. Uh, yeah, dude, really different. And then the last thing, Cody gets Aubrey kind of distracted to go check on Sunny Kiss. Arn Anderson seemed like he didn't know what was going on. Cody rips the turnbuckle pad off, and it was like, "What? What are you doing, Cody?" <laughs> Cody seemed frustrated tonight. Yeah, yeah. He, Cody had the mentality of, "I should be burying this kid," and it's not happening. It, it seemed like I smelt desperation of a champion a little bit. Yes. Um, it was like, I, I need to win this match. I need to keep my title, and I need to show everybody who's boss around here. Instead of the old classic, he's a good old boy. You know, it's, it, hey. Hey, that's what it is, man. That's very. Uh, it is what it is. I got to put that on a shirt. <laughs> so the turnbuckle pad got ripped off. It didn't really play into the finish. Uh, eventually, Cody hits the crossroads. Uh, uh, I call her Exolicious. Uh, Sunny Kiss, excuse me. Sunny Kiss eats Whoa. the crossroads. One, two, three. Big victory comes out here. Cody gets the win, but I, it makes me wonder what's next. We got. They mentioned Warhorse, by the way. If you watch the fight for the fall and preview, as Warhorse is someone who could be getting a shot. Derek, you've probably never seen Warhorse. We're going to have to pull this up after. This dude is like the ultimate warrior minus the juice. So, like, <laughs> dude, this, and I mean that with as much respect as I can without laughing at Warrior, but right, right. Warhorse War is a beast, bro. And he wants a match with Cody, and Iron and Cody brought it up, and I thought that was kind of cool. What about that kid, Warhorse? And then it cuts to, like, the next scene. So, if he gets in there, man, I would love to see it. I think that would be dope. Okay. Uh, Ace the Empire said, heel Cody is better. 
Uh, I gave you the design for that shirt, CJ. Hashtag it is what it is. <laughs> I have it still, Casey. Um, Casey giving away the secrets, man. <laughs> ah, come on, Casey. You can't we're, give that away, brother. We're, we're, we're making donuts here. We're making donuts. Uh, yeah, I, I kind of agree. Heel Cody is interesting. It is. It really is. Uh, Cody is too much of a coward to face Warhorse. Knock it off, Rob. Knock it off. Uh, I heard him or Ryder. Mm, Zack Ryder could be on the list. I wouldn't mind that. See what he got. I want to see Ooh. what he has. Yeah, we'll see. Okay. We'll see. Now, next up we have uh, the Lucha Bros versus FTR. Uh, this was a tag team match I was looking forward to after the interaction last week. And I know that Jesus really wanted to hear the thoughts on this one. Uh, this was weird. So the match starts off with the pickup truck coming out. But the Butcher and the Blade are still driving the pickup truck in the all-white. Can I just say, the Butcher, best mustache in the game, bro. Like that. Dude, I don't, I don't even know if I could have a mustache that big, dude. That, that's... Uh, I, I get... I get it's trying to keep the hair down and going up my nose. Bro, I can't I can't I don't even do thick beards, man. Like what you got is thick to me. I couldn't <laughs> handle that. Too itchy. Um so when it comes down to this, the butcher and blade come out, they bring Lucha Bros out to the ring. Whatever. They uh they do their thing here. Now, when I saw this match, Derek, I, I kinda wanna overview of this because there's some great spots in here obviously yes, yes. uh but i want to say that i thought this match would have been a little bit more it should have been a lot more yeah i don't know I what think, it was. i think it should have been a lot more i think it was very underwhelming yeah like i, I wouldn't say underwhelming i think it was oh here's the problem this goes into i'm gonna use a perfect example of this wrestlemania 34 aj styles Shinsuke Nakamura. I thought we were going to get Wrestle Kingdom 10. We didn't. We got a match that was, it's not bad. It was good, but I expected great. Is that fair to say? Yes. Uh, and I think with this one, it wasn't that it wasn't, I, I don't want to say it was bad, because it wasn't. It was It was good. I just wanted it to be a little bit better. Like, if, I, if we were putting grades on this, I would have gave this like a B-. minus. Yeah, and then I, but I was expecting at least like a B plus from them. Yeah, I, I, I you know what? I agree with that because you're looking at two um, top caliber teams, and it just didn't deliver like it should have delivered. That's right. Uh, we got beans in the house. What's going on, beans? What up? What up? Uh, let me see here. Uh, do, 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 do. PR Nightmare said, let's go, Conrad. No holds barred match. Me versus you. You set up the time and the place, brother. Uh, Sick said, uh, yo, the finish in this match was an old school, scandalous, dirty, uh, underhanded finish. Dot, dot, dot. I love it. <laughs> I loved it, too. That was what I really thought uh, saved this match and put it into, like, a, yo, I really can't be mad at this match. Yeah. Um, when you saw this, there was a lot of, it was a mix of styles. It was, uh, and I, listen, I'm preparing you guys now. Jim Cornette is going to say something about this, and he is going to blame the the Lucha style on this. I'm, I'm calling it now. That's what I think he's going to say about it. Me, personally, I just thought that the the Lucha Bros, something looked off even in the beginning when they were trying to do like their uh, their usual setups where, you know, the he catches his partner and then Phoenix flips over on yeah. him. Stuff just seemed off tonight a little bit. Yeah. And I think it could have been a chemistry thing. There are rumors that FTR 
aren't popular backstage in the locker room. I'm not really trying to speculate too much. Maybe they were trying to stiff him. I don't know. Like, who cares at this right. point? Because yeah. eventually they did turn it on, and I thought that the match started to click a little bit more. Um, be careful when you guys are out there doing that. I don't know. I saw a couple spots where I just was praying like that nobody's leg got, was going to snap yeah. or uh, do something in this match. Yeah, uh, I, I agree. Um, there, there had to be something behind this because Lucha Bros aren't normally that shaky. Or at, at least I haven't seen them that shaky. They may have messed up on like one move here and there, but this one just seemed too shaky for me. Like it was just like even even when they didn't mess up, it just didn't seem like the strength or the energy was there for this match. Like it it seemed like FTR was doing what they would normally do, and the Lucha Bros were trying to do what FTR was doing, but couldn't do it because they still were incorporating the Lucha style. Nothing against that style, but I think with FTR... I think you have to balance between what you both wanted to do. I don't, I don't know. Something wasn't there. I think if these guys work together again, give them more time, and I think something would be better. What I, I have what I have in my notes here is never really got going until the end, and then uh, try again another night. Nothing bad. I think this is a let's do this match again on a different day, different time, different circumstance, and uh, I think that we'll uh, get something here. Yeah, I... I I think, to me, like when I watch FTR, I, I like them, love them. But I think when you come to a match with FTR, I think you have to wrestle on their level. D- that's what they want, though. That's the uh, that's the main thing that they want. They want you to participate in tag team wrestling. They want the tags. They want the spot. They use those spots to mean something, FTR. And I think other teams have to get with that. Because Lucha Bros were called out, if we remember, by Chris Jericho about not tagging. And we found that out later on that Jericho said, yo, you guys got to start doing tags and matches or whatever. Yeah. So that's what happened. Let me get into uh, the finish real quick here. When it comes down to it, uh, we saw some good stuff. We saw those kicks that uh, Ray Phoenix likes to hit. Ray Phoenix is a star, I'm telling you guys. So is Pentagon, too. I think Pentagon doesn't get enough love out of the team. Um, he, He was doing those swing arounds. He swings back in, kick. They threw him out again. He does another swing around. And when he finally gets into the ring, there's a little bit of uh, action. And they snatch the mask off. I, th- I believe it was uh, Wheeler, I think. I don't remember who did it. Or maybe it was uh, uh, Dax Hardwood. Dax, Dax was had the, the bald one, right? Yeah, da- yeah, Dax. Okay, Dax Hardwood did it then. He snatches off Ray Phoenix's mask, rolls him up. Ray Phoenix can't kick out because in Mexico, that would be a disqualification. You are not allowed to remove a luchador's mask. But here in the States... The ref's letting it go. It's all good, but he had to cover up his face because that is a huge deal in Mexico. I like the out that they used here. Yeah, that, that, yet again, we go to something very, very different. And um, when you do that, you you get something uh, totally different. It's, um, it's it's another finish to what you're supposed to have. Instead of just having someone end a match with a finisher. You don't always have to end a match with a finisher all the time. Exactly. Uh, let me see here. Broken said F. Jim Cornette. <laughs> uh, I see some people talking about one of the next matches. We will get into that next. Uh, Bean said first match between them two. Uh, hopefully they can have some more matches down the road. I think they will. Oh, I, yeah. I think we're going to see they more will. matchups I, I, with them. I, I think I think the Lucha Bros 
will understand, like, all right, with FTR, we can't do all that high-flying stuff. We actually got to wrestle with them. You know what? No, I think it'll be okay. I think it's just got to be more of an understanding between them. Like, look, we're going to do this. You're going to do that. It'll be fine. Um, Muscle Cars Hawaii, what's going on, man? Good to have you in here as well, brother. Uh, Yeah. Yeah. Um, So let's talk about the the after-the-match stuff here real quick. So... After the match, Butcher and Blade get out the car. They got the all-white on. You see the car keys around the neck. Super kicks are delivered by the Young Bucks. See ya. Uh, they get the keys back. And after they get the keys back, they, they take them to the ring. Here comes Kenny Omega with a cooler. Cooler looked cheap as hell, too, Kenny. Yeah, <laughs> They get in the ring, though. They get the beers out for him. Kenny is trying to make up for pissing Hangman Page off. Like, come on, man. They offered us some beers. Why didn't you just take the beer, man? Right. And Kenny was like, ah, maybe I was being a jerk about it. So he's trying to make up for it. And FTR aren't having it. They dump the beers on Kenny Omega. Kenny gets pissed. The Bucks are trying to hold him back. Uh, they get their car back and they walk off. Best part. They get in the truck and try to start it. <laughs> they can't start the car. <laughs> Dude, I'm sorry. But what happened there? And you could tell they look Piss right before they cut the commercial. Am I the only one who noticed that live chat? No, Help me out, bro. Yeah. I saw them try to turn the keys. He was like, what the hell? <laughs> it's not starting. It's not starting. I thought it was gold, bro. That was. Freaking hilarious. That was. that that. Just, 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 the, just the look on Wheeler's face was just like, yo, what is going on? <laughs> yeah, he was like, why is this not working? Um... Let's see here. Casey said that he hated my boys Butcher and the Blade just get whooped again in the aftermath. Ah, Casey, they're on TV. I can't be mad. You know, like, it, it could be worse. Could not use them at all. Um, bunch of different things here. Uh, Ace says super kicked, uh, super kick party tonight. Six said Butcher and Blade dressing like they're in an R&B group. They're dressing like they're in a rock band ready to rock out to me. Uh... What you expect is a four. <laughs> Sick. Comment of the night so far. Oh, that was good. Oh, we oh. also can't forget, uh, before FTR got out the ring, they did something a little special. Oh, yeah. They threw up this to, I assume it was Tully. Uh, yo, this means something, all right? I'm tired of playing the games on the show every week. This means something, bro. Has to. Uh, PR Nightmare says someone took that spark plug. <laughs> Another Bob Holly reference tonight, huh? Uh, in the Sunny Kiss match, there was an Alabama slam, and I heard Bob Holly's name mentioned. Love it. Bob, what should we do? <laughs> Give me the belt. And then what, Bob? I beat everybody. <laughs> Love it on Bruce Richard's show. Um,. Yeah, let's see. Butcher and Blade are going to have that spark plug hanging around their neck now. <laughs> they should do that next week. Like, yeah, we knew something like this was going to happen. <laughs> uh, let's see here. Jesus said they got a match next week. Yeah, we'll get into that. Uh, found on the road. <laughs> Deed. <laughs> uh, let's see here. Jesus said uh, they were teasing it the whole show. Uh, Bean said, haha, that can be used on being the elite bit where something doesn't start. You definitely got to use that on BTE if you oh, can. Oh, yeah, definitely. 
Um, let's get into the next segment here, which I think we're going to see some interesting thoughts, results, whatever on, uh, Jericho with the inner circle. Jake Hager is back from his suspension after punching a referee and, uh, P and P pride and powerful. They are out there and they're just talking and talking and Jericho comes out with orange juice in his hands. And I'm talking like that corner store orange juice. Oh, my That God. good, good orange juice. That's the, that's the orange juice that hits all the time. It's not like the gallon jug. It's that one in between, that quart-sized jug. And uh, him and Hager, Jericho gives his toast. Uh, it, it was wonderful. But he started calling himself the Demo God. So Jericho interacted on Twitter last week. And basically what happened was... We're talking about ratings for a second. Right. Um, NXT won the ratings, but AEW has won the same ratings they've always won, which are the the 18 to 49. That's the one they really care about. That's their demographic. Cool. Get it. Overall, NXT won. Cool. Get it. I'm not mad at either or. I love both shows. But Jericho comes out and people were like, oh, he's vanity searching his name. So he went all in on this and started calling himself the demo god. And I know some people... Sorry, I just saw the sick wrote, Do ya? <laughs> it just made me laugh. See, sick, you distracted me. Uh, Jericho called himself the Demo God, and he's running with this now. And he's he has a drink of the orange juice. He said, this one is for you, Orange, and this one is... Uh, what did he say? Oh, God. Uh, I think he said something like, you're dead, or something, yeah. something like that. He dumps the orange juice out on the wrestling mat. And they're out there... Orange Cassidy comes out. This is the first time I really got to hear his music. What'd you think, dude? You're the music guy. I thought it was dope. I, I definitely thought it was dope. I like the music, actually. It, it, fits the, it fits the style of him coming out. His whole body language, everything. That kind of music hits the way it's supposed to hit, and it fits him perfectly. I like it. You don't like it, hey, that's up to you, but that's my prerogative. I was going to do some Bobby Brown, but I won't. <laughs> I won't. Uh, so, yeah. This was uh, pretty funny. Orange comes out. He has his new music and everything. I thought that there was going to be a run-in with the best friends. Not at all. Nope. Orange comes out. Uh, Jericho refuses to give him a rematch. He said, you're never going to face me again. He basically calls him a dweeb, a loser, Jerichoisms. And Orange puts the thumb up, but then he goes thumbs down. Some orange substance. It could have been Kell's orange soda. It could have been orange juice. I don't know who dropped the screw in the tuna, but Jericho got doused in this orange drink with uh, Hager and Santana and Ortiz. Let me give you this, bro. You took some great bumps yeah. in that juice. I don't know why he was looking forward to this. He he was probably waiting all day like, bro, when I go out there, I'm going to take some bumps in that juice, bro. It's going to be great. Um, do, do you think that uh, P&P 2 comedy? No. Two, 2 comedy? No. I feel it a little bit. Like I'm like, ah, scale back on it just a scotch. Because they had like that great thing. Remember with Santana and his father and yeah. the eye for an eye thing? Um Wing face. The the idea of that wasn't like horrible, and I was just like, "Dang, man, there's a there's something here with these guys." But the comedy is good too when they do it, man. Yeah, um, I think Ortiz has. I, I think Ortiz has to keep the comedy, and then Santana has to keep the seriousness. Um, 
So I, I think it can work if they uh, intertwine the two, you know, uh, you know, seamlessly. If they can do it that way, I think it'll work perfectly. I think they're just trying to figure out how to how to do it be, com- you know, comedic at one point, but serious at the next. Hopefully they can figure out the balance between that. I don't know. They came in so serious, and now it's just like completely opposite with them. Uh, hopefully they can turn that around. Now, Casey was mad at the girl behind OC not wearing her mask properly. She was wearing it around her chin, I guess. Uh, you know, Casey's got to come with instructions probably for some. We're talking about Florida. Chill. Uh, <laughs> let's see here. Rob says he hated this segment. Rob, we'll talk later on a personal level. <laughs> All right, <laughs> chill. You don't want the the Kells orange soda to get dumped on him. Uh, <laughs> Broken said Santana might be allergic to orange juice. <laughs> Ortiz is probably one allergic to it, taking them bumps. Uh, let's see. Jesus said get them back to being a heelish tag team. I kind of agree, Jesus, uh, with what you're saying. Who loves orange soda? Kellen O.C. loves orange soda. I like it, Beans. I like it. I do, I do, I do. Ooh. Who would have thought we were doing Nickelodeon references tonight? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> let's see here. A little bit more of the bubbly for Conrad. PR, quit calling me out of my drink, bro. <laughs> Have a little water. That's it. It's water. Uh, six, that I love the tiger stance. The <sighs> So, yeah. Uh, I'm not mad at it. Like I said, I think it's funny, but at the same time, I want better for uh, P&P. So Jericho is pissed after this. Jericho has to go to the commentary booth. His hair is soaked. I don't know what else to say. Like, Jericho was done. They handed him an orange Cassidy towel, and they were like, don't look at the towel. Don't look at the towel. And it's his face. He's just like, damn it. This jacket costs (laughs) $7,000. And he, he just gets mad storms off. That was the end of that segment. Jericho joins the commentary team, and Taz, who was there, leaves to go get Cage ready for his main event world title match, which we'll get into later. Um, let's move on, D. We got the Jurassic Express next versus the Elite. This was my match of the night. Yes, I'm saying it right now. I thought this was the best match on the show. It was. Uh, I thought this was going to be the sleeper match last week, and I thought Lucha Bros and FTR would have been the best match. Not mad, though. Uh, you have incredible trios teams in this one. Uh, we have Marco Stunt, Jungle Boy, and Luchasaurus getting ready to take on the Young Bucks and Kenny Omega. Bro, gotta gotta do it, man. Exactly. <laughs> Casey said props to Jericho for sitting there all sticky for an hour. <laughs> Dear God, I hope that wasn't orange soda. <laughs> That's all I can say. Actually, orange juice would be sticky too, though. So yeah. it's it's a, it's an L either way for Jericho. And I think the orange soda would be a little bit. A little bit more stickier. Right? A little, little bit more sticky. Uh, Rob said TNT cut to a commercial at the worst time again. Let me know what you're talking about, Rob, at what part of the uh, match or segment. Uh, <laughs> you know damn well Kel had a little bit more than orange soda in his drinks. <laughs> Facts. Uh, Connor says that this was a fun six-man tag. It was. Yes. Um, in this match, my top note. Jungle Boy was on his shit. I don't care what anybody says. Jungle Boy was on his shit tonight. He started off, yo, Jungle Boy will arm drag your ass on concrete, bro. He did. He arm dragged from wherever he was at any time, any cost. I thought he was great tonight, bro. Yeah, um, another display of technical wrestling um, with a little bit of high flying. Uh, Jungle Boy is definitely on his game. You know, he's doing what he needs to do to perform. Eventually, eventually I would like to see him in more singles matches. 
So I think, I think, like, I'm not saying, like, take them out of Jurassic Express, but start giving them some individual matches. Hold on now. What up, Brandon? I saw you in here as well, too. I forgot to uh, say that if I didn't mention it before. Um, when you were talking about the Jungle Boy being the one, I like Jungle Boy, but I think Luchasaurus has something, too. That's the weird thing. Like, I love them as a team right now, and I don't think it's time to break them up, but I do think Jungle Boy is a future person that you're like, yo, this is who we're building around. This is the guy. Yes. Um, and I think Luchasaurus has something, but I think Luchasaurus needs to come first. As far as, he's got the size, it just fits, man. And this match had so many different dynamics in it. It was fun. Um, this Destroyer, we have to talk about this. So last week we got that crazy Destroyer with uh, Nick Jackson, Ray Phoenix. This week we got one with Marco Stunt and Matt Jackson. Dude, wowzers. Yeah. Uh, that's all I can say. The the corniest thing I think I could say, wowzers! Like, bro, I don't know how they did this, but they, I don't know. They're just doing like these cheerleader like style pyramids and just doing destroyers off of each other now exactly. at this point. And right before that, Marco got dumped on his head onto the stairs onto that uh, ramp that connects to the ring. Yeah, bro, this was this match was crazy. It was this this was definitely uh, best match of the night. Um, that Canadian destroyer that that was like that's like one notch down from last week. Um, yeah, dude, that was shit, man. That was crazy. That was crazy. Like this wasn't as good as last week's. Last week's was just great. I don't know why that one just fit better, but this this was dope too, man. Yes. Um, just when you're getting tired of seeing destroyers, they figure out a way to kind of make them new. Now let's chill out on them. Let's have some respect for my man, P.D. Williams. Maple Leaf Muscle, let's show some respect. Um, Stick with the wiki. <laughs> Jericho is going crazy in this match, uh, as far as that goes. Um, Kenny Omega was on his stuff in this one, too. Kenny Omega was really focused. Uh, V-triggers all around at one point. Right. Um, I like the fact that Marco was in trouble. And Luchasaurus covered him up at one point. Like, Luchasaurus is kind of the, the dinosaur who wouldn't let anything happen to his friends. Right. I like that. I don't know. It was like a, a compassionate moment. I was like, oh, look, it, that's pretty cool that he stuck up for his boy. He ate a V-trigger for it, but, you know, you do what you got to do. Um, the man from Winnipeg is winning. <laughs> so, another thing. Two of my favorite moves that the Jurassic Express do. <laughs> Derek's just saying all the Jerichoisms in this match. Um, I like when he sits on the, the top rope and then his feet are on the second rope and he jumps in and does that DDT. Yes. I love that move. And I also love the uh, triple team move where they set up Marco, yes. push him around, and then Je uh, I almost called him Jungle Jack. Jungle Boy <laughs> pushes his legs around into a tornado DDT. I love that move when that, they do it as a group. That is a great uh, tag team move. That is a great tag team. You, you know, we haven't really seen great tag team moves in a long time and this is probably one of the best I've seen in a in a while. <laughs> Ace said Marco Stunt should go down as the best superstar of all time. Uh <laughs> somebody said Jinxies. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. Um dude, yeah man. Um match of the night Ace says for him and he said Dragon Suplex City. Yo, everybody I thought they weren't gonna let uh Luchasaurus get Dragon Suplex. Everybody got Dragon Suplex. Um Kenny was on his stuff tonight, bro. 
Um, I, I kind of groaned when they tagged Marco in because I was like, oh, here it comes. Yeah. It's, the, it's like the Enzo Big Cast matches, man. It's the same thing. When I used to see the tag to Enzo, I'm like, oh, here it goes. Yep, yep. It's done. Oh, another Keenan and Cal reference. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> um, dude, so they, they eventually get in the ring. They go back and forth. Marco got out of the first uh, one-winged angel and one-winged, <laughs> as some would say. Um, he got out of it. And he eventually gets caught again. He, yo, I don't know why they abused this kid when he's in the <laughs> ring, bro. Kenny Omega didn't even, like, hit V-Triggers on He just big booted him. He, They were, like, slapping him. They didn't give a shit. Yeah. Um, you got to do my boy Marco like that, man. Dude, he's the Spike Dudley of AEW. Like, they just yes. do him dirty. He gets put up, though, for the one-winged angel. Kenny Omega lands it. Looks atrocious. Not yeah. atrocious as been bad. Like, it looks atrocious to take because Marco looked like he was done. Yes. Uh, Kenny gets the victory for his team. I know that we didn't talk much about the Young Bucks. Uh, Nick and Matt Jackson delivered in this as well. I thought they did a good job making the other talents look good throughout this while keeping Kenny strong. Kenny gets the win here, but after the match is what everybody in the chat's talking about. Oh, yes, and thank you, Jesus. That uh, triple uh, Tiger Bomb, though, that was nice. The uh, Tiger Driver 98 uh, beautifully hit on uh, Luchasaurus, who's too damn big to be getting that move done to him regular. So after the match, Kenny Omega started to uh, pound on, like, Marco Stunt. Like, he started punching him in the face. Everyone's like, yo, what are you doing, Kenny? And the Bucks went over and were like, yo, chill out. And Kenny kind of had this heelish way. Chat, tell me how you're feeling about this. Derek, I'm coming Uh. to you first. I like it because it gives me a chance to see Kenny Omega in a different light. It for so long he's been pretty much besides Cody the Golden Boy. You know he's he's been the, the straight straight and narrow path kid who's like all right I'm showing respect to everybody that baby face yeah but now people are starting to really piss me off. People are starting to slack on me. Now it's time to show them why I am who I am. Yes, uh, Sick just brought up the cleaner. Yep. Heel Kenny. Uh, what's going on, Mr. Ali? Good to have you in here. Uh, it's teased the heel turn uh, we're getting soon. Connor says the cleaner is back. Casey says I'm here for it. Heel Kenny is awesome, Ace said. Uh, yeah, dude. This is potential to be super wild. Yeah. Oh, we can't forget. Can't forget. Hangman Page. Yo, that man was drinking. Bro, can I just say this? The man poured himself some, uh, what What did you call it again? <laughs> uh, oh, damn, what did I call it? The wiki? Oh, yeah, the wiki. <laughs> he he was going in, bro. He, he had that, the wiki. He had it filled perfectly, and when he had that soda, I think it was a Coke. Yeah. Uh, it, I don't know if it was a Jack and Coke or whatever, Listen, but... He topped that off perfectly. He dude, like, he dumped it perfectly. It was just like, up, done. And then they, then they had all the cups around him like he's been drinking, and then here come FTR yeah. palling around with him. And I was like, oh, they just disrespected your friend, but you're having some drinks. So this is progressing nicely. I think... I think we're gonna see ourselves the FTR versus Omega and Page tag match. Yes. I like where this is going. This yes. has some potential. It seems like Cody's out the loop. Like Sick brought it up before, Cody's out the loop. I also feel like at the same time, um, while Cody's out, here comes Kenny now with this. Page isn't even involved. What happens to the Bucks? There is. 
I don't know. I don't know what I want to say about the Elite, man. The beginning of the end. Uh, Six said these heel turns are random as bleep, in his opinion. Uh, it just happened. I say with Cody, no. If you if you were, uh, I don't know if you were on one of these shows, Sick, but I mentioned Cody has always been kind of the middle ground. Yeah. Think about it. Cody has pulled his wife kind of into the way he's, when Brandy gets knocked down, he continues his matches. Notice, when people come out, heels come out on one side, faces come out on the other side. Where does Cody come from? The middle. Uh, heels also always have chest hair. Peep Cody tonight. Yep. Uh, coming out with the hairy chest. Yep, yep, yep. Uh, there's a lot of things that Cody's been doing that I'm just like, okay. And we've been saying it for weeks. Four weeks that they've been throwing up this sign. And something is happening amongst all of this. Yes. Something is... Something's brewing with the Elite. But I don't know where that puts the Young Bucks. Paige is kind of his own rebel. And maybe they're just trying to find a nice way to uh, not break up the Elite, but kind of... Uh, Silently disperse them. Yeah. they They don't need to be together all the time because then people will say, Why didn't your friends come and help you? Maybe I'm going this way, you go this way, right. everyone does their own thing. And have you noticed uh, Matt hasn't really been there to kind of keep them cohesive? Who, Matt Jackson? No. Who are you talking about, Hardy? Yeah. Uh, I think because he's with Private Party. See, he got pushed over to doing that. that that's a good point. That's a good point. Uh, we are getting a triple threat for the Tag Tiles at All Out. Who's the other team then, Jesus? The Bucks? Maybe. Uh, the cleaner is back and better than uh, ever. Bad news for the men's locker room. Doug says FTR and Hangman versus the Elite in two to four months, he says. Hmm. Interesting. Okay. Interesting. It'll be interesting, too, to see if the Bucks ride with Omega because they've always stuck with him. Like, if he turned heel, they turned heel. If mm. the Bucks. Think about a uh, perfect example Adam Cole when he got kicked out of uh, Bullet Club. They were friends with him. They're like, no, you guys got to trust Adam. And then they were the ones who super kicked him out for Kenny because they were like, oh, Kenny said you're out. You're gone. Right. And then um, <laughs> that's what started the Adam Cole's dead stuff. But, yeah, that's um, that's what it is, man. It's going to be interesting. I'm here for the ride right now. Oh, so. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. It's going to be good. It's going to be good. So Beginning of the end. Yeah, you may have been right. We'll see. Remember who called this. We'll see. It hasn't happened yet. Once once it's happened, you can take your bragging rights. Oh, I'm taking them now. Uh, what about the Dark Order? Because they rank number one. We'll see. I think they're going to get a tag title shot eventually. It, it, they kind of have to. Right? Can't speculate on that. Hey, not mad. I think they kind of have to, though. Um, next, we get an interview with Alex Marvez and Sheeta. So, I saw some people on Twitter saying, like, oh, they haven't done enough stuff with the women tonight. Apparently, out of the five top five contenders for the women's title, four of them are out, injured, hurt. Something's up with them. Some type of circumstance. Um, she just says she's willing to take on all comers. So, I'm telling everybody now, if the person who gets the next title shot isn't the number one contender, if it's not Nyla Rose, don't be surprised. Right. I think Nyla's going to get the next title shot at the pay-per-view. Yeah. She and Nyla Rose at all-out rematch. Right. Um, gives you some time to build up some other characters. I also think we're going to get Britt Baker and uh, Big Swole. There is work to be done there. Um, Yeah. So, 
when we get down to it, uh, she just said she's taking on all challengers, so stuff is happening with that. Happening. Um, we got a really good Moxley promo. Uh, it was real quick, simple to the point. It looked like a camera guy was just outside. He follows him. He's like, well, you're wondering what's going to happen with me and Cage tonight. And Moxley basically told you what his focus of the match was going to be. Cage had just torn his bicep. If you guys remember, Impact was speculating he was going to be there. Speaking of Impact, this Saturday, Derek will be watching Impact Wrestling Slammiversary. Make sure you guys are live on the channel for that one. And if Derek talks badly about it and it was a good show, please feel free to let him have it. But uh, as long as we got that quick promo in, the idea behind um, him bringing up Cage's previous injury, I like that. So that was part of the match, part of what was going on with it. Was Cage fully healed? Who knows? But it was a weakened part of his game. I like that they focused in on that and tried to make it a uh, real fight aspect to that match. Um, now, as far as Moxley being back, it was cool to see him. Cool to see him. And we'll get more so into that once it was time. But I thought that was a, a good promo. Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah, it, it did what it was supposed to do. Let us, uh, Casey, what is impact? You knock it off, good sir. Uh, I'm in the Derek order, don't tell Conrad. I mean, I'm on Team Conrad, don't tell Derek. <laughs> Come on, beans. <laughs> That's all right. You can be in both. We don't judge here. Nope. Um, next up, we had ourselves a quality women's tag team match of the Nightmare Sisters of Brandy and Allie with uh, Dustin... Sporting a new uh, face paint. I liked it, though. Yeah. With the, uh, I don't know if it was like white or silver. I want to say, say it was white. I yeah. say it was white. Yeah, so this was, a, this was a pretty quick matchup here. And to me, this was a, a basic squash match. You had uh, MJ Jenkins and Kenzie Page in this match. What? <laughs> is, that, is that what you thought of this match? Just snack time? <laughs> That's what it is? Like, yeah, well. Pretty much. It, it was a squash, though. You had uh, Kenzie Page and MJ Jenkins. They, they were in here basically to lose the match. Brandy got her spear in. They're teasing this storyline uh, with QT Marshall. This has to be going somewhere. I feel like this is still the setup for the Butcher and Blade. I know that they're in a bad situation in Casey's mind right now. But I think this is setting up for them to come back. Cool. Cool. I got nothing else to say about this. Uh, I got nothing to say. Impact is the show slightly crappier than WWE. Come on now. Impact's not always bad. It's not always bad. Uh, are you going to run a contest for me to win on Twitter so I can watch too? Uh, Doug, go tweet at Fight TV and tell them to give your boy a code. Uh, that's up to them, man. If they send me a code, I will gladly do it. Uh, Derek's low on potassium. Get off his back. <laughs> Uh, all right, man. Yeah, like I said, tweet at Fight TV uh, or at Fight. I think it's F I T E, and tell them give at EPW Show uh, some Impact Wrestling codes. You cowards, <laughs> <laughs> do it. Um, so next we get the action figures commercial. I thought it was cool, reminiscent of the. Um, I think what they were going for was that eighties. I don't know if you remember these, Derek. Mm -hmm. The uh, like Roddy Piper and the Rockers and all them. Ah, this is the WWF. It's like being in the ring. You yep, guys yep. remember they would like pound on the table and shake it and stuff. Um, and they would show off their cool moves. This one used some stop action motion, which is very popular here on this platform, YouTube. Um, they show people doing the crossroads, super kicks, 
And August 3rd, these uh, superstars or action figures will be in, I shouldn't say superstars, these wrestlers will be in uh, Walmart. I think it's pretty dope. I, I kind of want that big ring, man. The monster yeah. ring. That that That's actually, that's, that's what it, every wrestling ring should be when you think of action figures. You know, it should be, you don't want to sit there going like this. You want to have space. Right. I, I think having a big ring is what it's supposed to be. It yeah, is what it is. <laughs> Stop it. <laughs> so I think I think that these action figures look great. Uh, I, I hope people go out and buy them, man. If you enjoy action figures and AEW is your thing, try them out, man. Exactly. Uh, we want the AEW video game to come out next. Uh, hopefully, hopefully we get that Ace. Uh, I think we'll hear something hopefully sooner than later about it. I hope so. Um, fingers crossed. And we go to Nyla Rose's major announcement. Nyla Rose, I thought Nyla Rose was not going to give us anything. By the way, I don't know who botched the music. I caught it. I caught it, <laughs> I caught it in the beginning <laughs> that you played the wrong song for like a blip and then you've changed it. Mm-hmm. Um, it's fine. It's live TV. It happens. I was cool with it. Nyla comes out and she gets into the ring and she kind of says, I'm not going to tell you who my what my announcement is or who the manager is going to be for me. This goes back to last week. She teased having a manager. Who's it going to be? And uh, it was exactly who we called last week. It was Vicky Guerrero. Uh, she comes out, excuse me. I think they should have went a different route with Vicky, and I still hope they do. I think Vicky should be business-like in this role. Yes, yes, um, I agree. Uh, Vicky should... I don't think she should do what you would uh, what you would expect from a manager to do. Everything needs to be done uh, cohesively, and every, everything needs to be done business like. Exactly. I think that Vicky would be perfect in. Um, I'm trying to think of her name in WCW. Alexa York, who was uh, uh, Marlena in WWE or WWF. Um, at the time, she had a gimmick where she was kind of like they ran a corporation. The York Foundation had—I uh, know I'm going way off of like old school stuff. If you guys don't know what I'm talking about, Google it. Uh, it had Ricky Morton. They had Terry Taylor. They had—I think at one point they had a computer or a laptop that would tell Terry Taylor what move to perform. That—that's what they were trying to go for. It's super cheesy. So. I think they need to go that route, though, to where, okay, Vicky Guerrero is the best business agent in pro wrestling. Right. And you, you develop this personality. And maybe you base it off of Barry Bloom or somebody. If you don't know who that is, Google it. He's one of the, he's actually a real agent for wrestlers. And you just have her go in there, and she is a top dog. She says no. Like, you show negotiations with Nyla Rose's contract. And maybe you have a, a segment backstage to where, I don't know, QT Marshall or... One of the coaches are like, look, management asked me to speak to you about this. They trust me to speak to you about this. And Vicky's like, no, that's not enough money. I want this in the contract, this, 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 realistic things that you could do. And I think you would have uh, a better opportunity with Vicky. Maybe I'm crazy for saying that, but I think that's what they should do. No, it, you know, it brings a different dynamic. It's something different, you know, um, instead of just having the same kind of same old thing, you know. I'm laughing at Rob. Just when I start randomly laughing, it says something else in the chat. Oh, uh, uh, you know, business, business, Vicky, because Vicky can play that role. She has the, she has the uh, personality to do it. She has the uh, the charisma to do it. So 
business type Vicky is very welcomed if they do it that way. Like Doug said, the the Vicky needs a new shtick. Uh, excuse me, is meh yeah. to him. I think yes, it's fine to start off with, but I think we really could transform Vicky into something else with this. Well, you know, that excuse me is very meh. It's old now. Let's let's go. Let's. You can keep the same excuse me, but excuse me. Not, not not even that. It could be they, they give her, like that. we said, that scene. You have a bad contract offer. She goes, excuse me? I, I just said that uh, this and then it's excuse me? Right. And then maybe you could have something where she says it and Nyla attacks somebody like, get him. Right, exactly. And then Nyla could do, uh, you know, her classic lines like, found your candlestick, bitch. Right. You know, <laughs> something <laughs> like that. Um, Casey said, show me the money. You had me at hello. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Jocelyn, what is going on? Uh, good to have you in here, Miss Jocelyn. Uh, she says, hopefully Vicky managing Nyla will be her becoming a two-time champ. It could be. I, I think it will. It could happen at All Out. I think uh, Nyla and Sheeta could trade the belt back and forth right now. Yeah. They're the top two. Uh, the question is, you gotta just be careful how many times you do that match before it gets kind of tiresome. Right. Um, Broken says she still got her WWE gimmick. Maybe. Uh, Rob said three minute warning. I'm down with that. Like I said, you call you call the line and then Nyla destroys. Right. It doesn't matter if it's a referee, if she's in the office, someone's getting power bombed through a table. I mean you could just dish out suspensions to Nyla and Vicky laughs about it afterwards, that cackle. Uh you could do a lot of things with this. Put me in the creative room, baby. Let me let me let me work some magic here. I, I would like to see Nyla go on like a go on like a rip through AEW like you know, like treat, like how Paul Heyman's got Brock. Mm. You know, let let her go on a tear. Let her attack everybody. Yep. If, if Vicky has an issue with, let's say, Cody, have Nyla come in with a weapon, just like until Cody throws up that four fingers. <laughs> Get her! Get her! Um. I kid, but yeah, you you could definitely do something with that, and it can enhance storylines. Like I said, the women need something more to do, and I know Sheeta did the whole, like, I need competition tonight, and I love that promo from Sheeta. I love Sheeta. I don't know what it is about Sheeta. There's just something so likable about her. Yeah. Um, yeah, it is what it is. Uh, <laughs> PR said, uh, what? It is what it is. Cut this guy out of here right now. <laughs> Cut it out. Shout out to Joey Gladstone. Uh, watch Nyla go on a tear uh, through two women still there. Uh, Jocelyn said, thank you for pronouncing my name correctly. Oh, I got you, girl. No problem. I, th- I thank you for watching us. Uh, A said, doomsday for the women's division. Could be. Um, let's talk about next week. Now, next week, here's what we got lined up for ourselves. We got Cody defending the TNT Championship. Could it be against Warhorse? You never know. Uh, there's a lot of good names. I wouldn't mind seeing uh, David Hart Smith. Uh, there, there were so many good names that you could throw in there. Some people have even suggested maybe Flying Brian Pillman Jr. You know, you could put him in there. Um, many upon many. Uh, Casey had a good one for me. We were talking earlier this week. Uh, he brought up the masterpiece, Chris Masters. Ooh, okay. Put the masterpiece in there. Uh, always good, man. I don't know. I think he's just doing independent wrestling in the West Coast. Oh, okay. Um, 
come on with the results. Uh, I'm I'm coming, Ricky. You you you're late to the party, bro. <laughs> Ten o'clock, bro. We we're at the main event now. Um, Cody will defend the TNT Championship. Adam Hangman Page versus Five is happening next week. We also have Ivelisse versus uh, Diamante. I like that matchup. I was begging for Ivelisse to be on television, and she's getting another chance. I want to see Ivelisse signed to AEW. I already know how good she is. Let it happen. I don't know what's the holdup. I know some people said there could be attitude problems. I don't give a shit. Sign Ivelisse. And I also like DeMonte as well. I think they could even be possibly a team or a faction. Whatever you want to do. Or they could go at it with each other if they have a good match next week. I'm interested in that match. Uh, MJF will be in action. They also have announced a Falls Count Anywhere tag team match. We have the Young Bucks taking on The Butcher and The Blade. Uh, That should be good. Jericho and Hager will take on Jurassic Express, Jungle Boy, and Luchasaurus. That'll be another uh, good matchup, I think. Oh, yeah, definitely. Lots of fun here. Um, Cody versus Derek next week? Definitely not happening. (laughs) Definitely not. Uh, Never know. Let's see here. Uh, Diamante needs to get signed. I agree. Uh, Anyone but MJF. I love MJF. Um. PR Nightmare, how much uh, would, could, would... I'm not even reading that. I can't believe I just read that. <laughs> Come on, PR. Um, Ricky, if you didn't see any of the matches here, I'll, I'll, I'll give Ricky uh, the rundown real quick. Cody Rose defeated Sonny Kiss. Uh, we also had FTR defeat the Lucha Bros. Uh, Jericho and Inner Circle had a pretty dope segment with some orange juice, we'll say. Uh, Jericho joined the commentary team. We also had uh, what I thought was match of the night. Jurassic Express versus the Elite. Uh, Really good match. The Elite got the victory here. And check out the after effects of the match. Kenny Omega uh, kind of turned on Marco Stunt. Um, And there was a squash match here with Brandy and Allie. And now we're at the main event for the AEW Championship. We've got... John Moxley defending the title against Brian Cage. Taz in the corner. He came out with the FTW Championship. Uh, if you guys don't know what it stands for, for the win. Just kidding. It's uh, F the world. This belt goes back to ECW days. Great lineage. If you guys don't know about it, look it up. Uh, it was kind of a belt Taz just had made because he felt he was the uncrowned champion at one point. So, yeah, that's where the FTR title comes from. Uh, in this match, though, Derek, what did you think? Cage showed a lot of strength in this one. Were you impressed by Cage? This is your first time seeing him in action, like in a competitive match? Yeah, um, I was definitely impressed. Um, uh, he's he's a very nimble for a guy of his size. You know, his, his stature, you wouldn't think like he was that nimble and can move like that, but... He used to be a cruiserweight. Nah, I still don't believe it, bro. <laughs> All right. I don't believe it. Google bro. it. Brian Cage was a cruiserweight. So how you get that big, dude? Uh, no comment. He lots of hard training, eating your vitamins, drinking milk, saying your prayers, brother. You got it. And lots of chicken. Lots, lots, lots of chicken. Lots of protein. Pump, but pump with protein. But Cage looked good in this match. I thought. Uh, how about Moxley to you? I mean, he's he's been My, out of it for two weeks. You know what? Moxley still still looked like he didn't miss a step. I actually liked the fact of what he was doing was focusing on, um, the uh, the bicep. Of uh, Cage, so it, it's the first time I've seen Moxley do what he, you know, something different outside the box. I've never really seen him focus solely on one aspect 
of a person's body. Yeah, I, I thought it was weird that he went kind of like an MMA route. Yeah. But at the same time, though, cool. A lot of wrestlers incorporated. Why wouldn't he lock on a Kimura lock if he knows how to or armbar? Right. It made sense. Like, okay, Cage. And I like that they kept the fact that he could not hit the... Uh, the uh, paradigm shift. Yeah, I I don't know why I almost said dirty deeds. See, it's still stuck in my head a little yeah. bit. Gotta erase that from your memory. The paradigm shift. Um, he he just couldn't lock it in. They teased no. it, but Cage is too big. I think this is, could lead to a rematch or a tag match down the line. Um, very good here. I, the ending to the match. Now I know a lot of people were like, "This sucks." Um. He's people were saying that this sucks. Rob says, CJ, show Derek the message I just sent you. Oh, proof that was Cage. Proof of that protein chicken. That's what that is. Hold on, everybody. I gotta, I gotta bring this up so you guys can see it. Hopefully, it focuses in on this. Uh, let me hold on. I gotta switch screens to make sure that we can see this. All right, we're gonna zoom in. That was Brian Cage at one point, not on the screen, but. That was Cage, and that's him now. So, feast your eyes. Cage was a cruiserweight at one point. Um, so who gave him the protein? Uh, he, maybe he started working out harder, though, because he doesn't... He looked completely different. Yo, bro, you can't assume everybody's on the gas. You don't know that. That looks like gas. Look, man. That looks like gasolina. Look, let me say this. Gasolina. Brian, Brian Cage is one of the most athletic people I've ever seen, like, at his size, do the things that he does. That's that's true. I just don't think it's 100%. No disrespect. I mean, hey, you do what you got to do. But. You find him at Derek Shelton uh, on Gmail, Yahoo, wherever he is. You can send him your hate mail. Hey, um, I'll gladly accept it. Jesus says, love the different style of Moxley. He said uh, he wanted to do some more MMA stuff on a podcast. Yeah, I'm not mad at that. Uh, Jocelyn says, Mox played it smart and broken. Just said, wow. Wow. Um, yeah. T- Cruiserweight is technically anything under 205. He he was way smaller back then. Uh, uh, they don't look like 205. Eh, he maybe. Nah. Back in those days, it was 215, I think, or 220. Bro, I was uh, two ten and I I wasn't I was still smaller than him. Jocelyn says, uh, <laughs> "My husband said Cage should play Wolverine." I mean, uh, I've seen him with the claws before, though. An impact. See, you're missing out. Good stuff. I'm not missing out on that trash. Uh, Gasolina. See what you started. <laughs> uh, Derek's got good taste in music. See. He wasn't in the thread earlier. He disappointed me when I asked for uh, good music picks in the group. We have a great Facebook group, by the way. If you guys are uh, on Facebook, just join the link tree. We have a private group. No one sees all the messages. We we talk wrestling in there. We talk non-related wrestling things, too. Come on in. Join the fun. Uh, Twitter, too. Follow me at EPW Show. You guys can see all the stuff down below. Join us. Um, yeah, dude. Really good match. So, eventually, he locks in uh, like a Kimura lock on him. And Taz threw in the towel. Now, some people didn't like this, but let me let me go on a miniature rant here because I told Derek this was coming. Bro, wrestling fans can't be mad. So, if Cage would have tapped, would you still take Cage as serious? I'm asking you guys. I wouldn't. So, were you okay with Taz throwing in the towel? I was okay with it because Taz is saving his prized possession. Like, dude, you just had you you just were on a five month stretch trying to recover from a bicep tear i can't afford for you to get 
hurt, hurt again. It made sense. Um, and I know some people didn't like this. I get it. We just kind of had a towel throw in with MJF and Cody uh, back at full, what's it, full gear? Yes, at full gear. And, and another one with uh, Dustin Rhodes and uh, Lance Archer. Oh, yeah, big fact. So that's two towels being thrown in. But I think it saves you from tapping out. I get it, dude. It's it's just a, a weird situation all in all together. Um, I know some people didn't like it, but you can't have it both ways in wrestling. You can't say like, oh, well, I don't want the guy to tap, but at the same time, I don't want him to do this. Right. Are there better ways to book it? Maybe. Maybe, but I feel like they did. They wanted to leave this open for interpretation. Taz was protecting his investment, and at the same time, uh, this keeps Cage kind of like, yo, I can beat this dude still. Trust me. I was just hurting bad. Right, exactly. Uh, let's see here. So Cage tapping would have made him a joke, and it would have been way worse, Jesus said. I felt like some people would feel that way. Um, Casey says, but why isn't Cage mad at Taz? Dude mentally should be that he can overcome and still win. I mean, I, I get it. I mean, you could go both ways with that. You know, he he was caught up in... Uh, well, I'll address that after we finish. Bean said uh, it's fine. Uh, it can even be used down the road if Cage needs to uh, turn face and ditch Taz and bring this up. Exactly. Could have been something that was uh, used later on down the road with this. So, after the match, we're waiting, uh, everything's happening, and then the lights go out. As Cage is getting up, who appears on the top rope, Derek? Darby Allen. Darby Allen with a skateboard in hand, he pops Cage right in his throat. I thought it was perfect the way he did it. It was very ECW-esque. What's going on? Because at first we were looking at everybody like complaining about stuff. Like, oh, I didn't like the ending to it. And I'm like, yo, what are you complaining? Lights went out. Derek's eyes were glued to the television set. I should have <laughs> took a picture of it. Derek was like, yo, 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 hold on. Something's happening. And then you see Darby Allen just flying skateboard to the throat. Uh, Cage is down. Taz gets him to retreat. You have Moxley and Darby Allen in the ring. I just had bad flashbacks of Sick when he was talking about the ghost of Darby Allen. Go find that episode in the archives. Oh, uh, when Darby Allen ate that top rope paradigm shift. Jeez Louise. That, that's that's probably going to be the Hall of Fame paradigm shift. Uh, Ace said Cody didn't throw in the towel for the Dustin match. Oh, okay. But yeah. but but the towel was teased though. The towel it was, was teased. Yeah. It was just a, a reference to the towel. Uh, here's Casey with the Darby Allen yell. Uh, he, he brought that up. <laughs> Those pants. <laughs> uh, Jocelyn says Darby as well. And Jesus said, "Man, wish it was the debut of EC3." Eh, we'll have to see what happens with EC3. Those contracts are coming up real soon. Yeah. So, um, oh, now I don't remember what, what, what I was trying to address because yeah, I had to wait for the Darby Allen part of it. My bad. That's eh, all right. Life is ruined. Yeah. If you remember, we'll bring it up. But uh, tonight's AEW show, guys, that was the end. It goes off the air with Moxley and... Um, Darby Allen looking down at Cage. Taz is holding him off with a bunch of referees holding him back. I think we see a tag match soon. Yeah, yeah. Um, oh, oh, I think it was, uh, I was going to address the fact that, um, I think what Casey was saying, how uh, Cage was, uh, wasn't, it didn't look like he was upset when um, 
Taz, Taz, Taz threw in the towel. So I, I guess I, in my, my own world, I would say Cage is caught up in the moment. And Taz is his mentor, kind of. Maybe he Taz already has the respect. He's like, look, trust me. You you wanted me to do that tonight. We're gonna come back and come back harder. Right, because there there were there were there were camera cuts where you couldn't really see anything between the two. Like they kept flashing back over to Mox, flashing back over to Darby. So you we don't know if he was telling them, like, chill. I did this for a reason. We mm. don't know how angry he was. Mm. Jesus said Ricky Starks and Cage versus Moxley and Darby. I think that'd be a good match, Jesus. Uh, I, I think that I would agree. Oh, Rob says six out of ten with a weak thumbs up for him. What do you think, D? I get like a seven. I'm just going straight thumbs up. I just asked thumbs up, thumbs down. Yeah. I say thumbs up show this week. Uh, if you watch Dark, you understand why I say Ricky. I saw Dark, Jesus, so I know why. Um, Ricky Stark's theme is a banger too, by the way. I like that that New Orleans feel to it. Um, yeah, I thought this was a good show, though. I didn't mind it. Broken Rockstar said seven out of ten for him. It, uh, it didn't. Uh, yet again, it's an it's another it's another middle of the road show. Yeah, it was okay. It wasn't the worst. Uh, let's see here. I don't know what oh. <laughs> what that's supposed to be. It was barely a thumbs up. Barely, yeah, barely a thumbs up. I. Jesus Correct me says, if I'm wrong, Casey, but I think that that's what it is, barely. Jesus says 7.5 out of 10. I'm not mad at it. If that's how you guys feel, that's how you feel, man. Yeah. I mean, it, you know, it's not the best middle-of-the-road show, but... Next it, next week's show doesn't have a lot of pomp and circumstance either. You got Cody in the TNT Championship, Page versus Five, Eva Lee versus Diamante, uh, MJF's in action. False count anywhere between the Bucks, Butcher, and Blade. That sounds cool. Uh, Jericho, Hager, Jurassic Express. Listen, I I, I get off the. Um, I'm just old and don't get emojis. I get you, kids. <laughs> I, I I after a while with watching wrestling, I got off the fact of what the uh, what the card is. I stopped looking at what the card was and started looking at what they do in the match. Right, because you you could really get something good. I'm just saying, when you look at that card, kind of weak. Yeah, it it all depends on what they do. Right, and I'm saying that with two women who some probably haven't seen unless they've watched AEW Dark or the pay-per-views. Five, when's the last time we saw five in action? Against Paige. Right. Cody, we don't know what to expect. That's a mystery. Right. Uh, Butcher, Blade, Buck seems like a predictable ending, unfortunately, for Casey's boys. Right. MJF in action against who? Uh, and then Jericho, Hager, and Jurassic Express is the only like, okay, what? which way they're going to go with this. Right. So it, it, it really, a lot of people got to stop looking at the card or try to stop looking at the card and just look at what they do in ring. Because... I think that's where we miss a lot of great matches. I think we miss a lot of great matches that way because we're like, ah, this card sucks. Yeah, sometimes you got to take a step back. You can't want to jump on everything right away. Um, Let me see what everyone else is saying. Jocelyn said low eight, not bad. Bean said thumbs up. Also glad they are uh, keeping with the show, donating to charities every year. I love that aspect of Fight for the Fallout as well. Uh, actually, in the description below, I actually have the website if you guys did want to go there to donate uh, for them as well. Ace, 5 out of 10 with a thumbs up, though. 
Uh, why is Paige wrestling the Dark Order? Why not? Uh, I think that clip from BTE where they said they had Paige, and then he said he was he said sent you guys a message, but nobody ever responded. He was like, "What?" And then you know he went off about it. So and that's what I assume, Jesus. Uh, Broke said Extreme Rules is going to suck. Well, make sure you're on the channel. We'll be reviewing it on here as well. Choke out Jesus and Conrad uh, with straight chair shots like The Rock did to Mick Foley. Whoa. 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 <laughs> Too much. Um, but thank you guys for joining us. Like I said, we'll be back next week with another AEW review. We haven't missed a show yet. Knock on wood somewhere. Um, so we're doing pretty good with that. Hopefully we make it the entire year without missing a show. I think that'd be a pretty nice feat to do. Yeah. Uh, also, also, Derek, Saturday, Impact Wrestling. You never thought you would see. You never thought it would happen. Derek is watching Impact Wrestling, and so should you. Uh, make sure you guys join us. We're going to try and review that after the fact. Hopefully uh, I can figure out how to watch that. We'll, we'll, we'll get something. And maybe Fight will give me a code if you guys message them at Fight TV or at Fight on uh, Twitter. Right. Be prepared, though. If this pay-per-view is trash, there will be a separate, because i got to protect this man, there will be a separate, I repeat, a separate video off of his name that will be my own personal review I'm going to be taking my own notes for this. There will be my own personal review if this pay-per-view is trash. He's not He's not getting away with this. Thank you, Doug. <laughs> uh, he, Doug was part of this. And then Sunday, we're reviewing Extreme Rules. So make sure you guys subscribe to the channel if you enjoyed this content today. And all of those will be uploaded eventually to uh, audio. So if you guys need, want to listen to it on the go, we're on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts. You find it. Look at the link tree down below. Check us out. Order a t-shirt. Thank you for supporting everything pro wrestling. This was a long show tonight, but well worth it. I enjoyed talking to you guys. Um, Thank you so much for joining us. And make sure you guys stay elite. Uh, I'm fighting if Chris Bay don't win. Same, Jocelyn. Same. I'm a a fan. I like Willie Mack too, though. That's going to be a tough match for the X Division title. No filter, Derek. Hell yeah. Just watch it, Derek. Ace says. I like it. We're going to end on that note, guys. You guys, make sure you join us, and we will be back next week. Peace. Everything Pro Wrestling, it's your boys from the Everything College Basketball Podcast and Facebook group. I'm Josh Burton, letting you all know that if you like the college game, that there's only one spot to come find all you need to know. Yep, Josh, Peyton, and myself, Tyler. We are the three voices of ECB podcast and Facebook group. Peyton, tell them where they can uh, find us and listen to us at. Well, Tyler, you can find us on Anchor, Spotify, iTunes, Google Podcasts, and all other podcast hosting sites. Also, go join our Facebook group, facebook.com slash groups like Everything College Basketball. So if you want everything you need to know about the collegiate game or have a passion for it, there's only one spot that you need to check out on a weekly basis or a daily basis with the Facebook group. That's everything college basketball. Now let's get back to Conrad informing you on everything pro wrestling and the workings around it. Brother. Every day pro wrestling, they can never be you. Listen to the podcast for the people. The best show that's here, so listen in. Let the knowledge begin. The opinions, the lesson, yes. For the fans, uh, for the fans, uh. Not many in this can understand, uh. 
This the podcast to show you who I am. Uh, Conrad Cushman, the legend in the plans. Uh, please listen every day to the showcase. The opinions and knowledge that anyone can take. Showing you how it is done. Proving I am number one. What a legend becomes. This is now my time to show you that I am here. Uh, this podcast just to make it loud and clear. Uh, by the fans. Uh, for the fans. Uh, not many who's here can understand everything pro wrestling, they can never be you. Listen to the podcast here for the people, the best show that's here, so listen in. Let the knowledge begin, the opinion and the lesson, yes. Everyday pro wrestling, they can never be you. Listen to the podcast for the people, the best show that's here, so listen in. Let the knowledge begin, the opinions, the lesson, yes. Are you looking for the newest and hottest in the world of pro wrestling? Then check out the amazing action on powerslam.tv, the biggest indie pro wrestling channel in the world. Get over 6,000 hours of the best events from over 150 of your favorite promotions from 20 different countries around the globe. Brands like Progress Wrestling, Evolve Wrestling, Combat Zone, Defy, PCW Ultra, PWX, Over the Top, Shine, and hundreds of others with fresh content added every day for only $5.99 per month. Get your free trial today at powerslam.tv.